When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Gerald Borgay and Espo. My foot's asleep and I'm feeling spicy. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm glad we're in the new studio, but I'm mm-hmm. not glad that I was wearing the same shirt as Gerald Borgay's <laughs> father when I met him today, because uh, even as an older gentleman, he made me look really bad in that shirt. So. I don't think he did. He he acknowledged the similar style that you both were styling today, I think were his words. So. Great minds think alike. Exactly. It was nice meeting you, Mr. Borgay. Yeah. That was no shade. <laughs> that was no shade. Well, we've got so much to talk about. The last, not even 24 hours, it feels like mm-hmm. 12. It was just thing after thing after thing, which is great news for a lot of people out there. Um, let's go ahead and dive right in. Mm-hmm. Jam Najafi released an open letter to Suns employees and players last night. And it was a quite lengthy letter, but in it he said he had no choice but to speak up on behalf of the hundreds of people who were impacted by interactions with Robert Sarver and that there should be zero tolerance for discriminatory actions, that words and actions matter, and that he is calling for the resignation of Robert Sarver. Well, look, somebody in a position that was in leadership there needed to speak up. And mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that it was John Najafi. He, had, uh, he was one of the few minority owners that didn't sign the original letter. He came out at that time. Uh, I know that he does work with Colin Kaepernick uh, in a foundation as well, and they were at games. But I'll say this. He doesn't come without his own flaws as well. His company did invest in, uh, in Paula Dean after she left the Food Network because of uh, accusations of, of racism there. So uh, in reality, look, somebody needed to step up. I'm glad he did. He obviously feels a certain way about what's going on there, both the sexism, uh, the actions that were taken, and the use of, uh, of that word. But uh, again, not without his flaws. It's only fair that we brought up stuff with Sam Garvin yesterday, uh, we should bring this up. But these were things that needed to be said to the employees there. And somebody uh, in a position of power needed to come out and say what he did in regards to uh, Robert Sarver resigning. I, I think he could have gone a step farther as well, like we've talked about on the show. There's uh, other executives as well. But look, this is uh, this is where we're at. And this was the first domino in what I feel will be multiple of them coming over the next few days and weeks. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes from here because obviously he is the second largest stakeholder in the Sun. So this is someone that has a lot of influence. I think he's worth over $3 billion. So he's got plenty of money. It is interesting in the statement that he does say he has no interest in being the majority shareholder or owner of the Suns, basically. Mm -hmm. So this is not a hostile takeover on his part. Um, But he's going to need to recruit more people to his cause if they are going to vote Sarver out. Um, And obviously that helps with a lot of the other people that we'll talk about that have been speaking up lately. Yeah, I did find that interesting as well. He said he had no interest in becoming the managing partner. But if you're a part of an organization, that organization in turn kind of represents you to an extent, Mm -hmm. right? So it does make sense that he would want to make sure that everyone understands where he stands on the situation. And regardless if it's him or somebody else, um, I think there's agreement across the board by a lot of people at the very least that it does need to be somebody else. Um, And clearly we are not alone and neither is Najafi Mm -mm. with that sentiment because this morning we also received a statement from PayPal, the Sun's current patch partner. And in that they stated that 
PayPal is a values-driven company and has a strong record of combating racism, sexism, and all forms of discrimination, and went on in this statement to say that they will not be renewing their partnership after this season if Robert Sarver remains involved with the Suns organization. Right. This is this is big because they were, obviously, this was the last upcoming year of their contract with the Suns, but I think last year... ESPN's Baxter, Baxter Holmes reported that it was worth $3 million, that deal. So this is a pretty sizable investment that will not be renewed if Sarver is still around. Um, and this could open the floodgates for other sponsors to do the same. Well, and it's beyond just the jersey patch as well. There's yeah. other opportunities that PayPal is involved in as well. And this isn't chump change for them either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was reported by by an outlet that uh, they got about 880 million roughly in value from that patch and earned media. So there's, there's something there, but look, I don't understand who would want to be involved with the disgraced future former owner of the Phoenix suns. Mm -hmm. uh, If you're, if you're a business partner, because in the end, if you put your company's name on that product, it looks as if you're condoning the behavior. That's Mm -hmm. just the reality of it. And you have to be okay with that. And it's obvious that PayPal uh, was not, and that's why they spoke out this morning. Yeah, and we got some interesting insight from um, friends in sales, sort of a thing. And according to different websites that kind of track sponsorship, um, like uh, relationships, yeah, and data and all that kind of stuff, that the PayPal Jersey patch sponsorship on social alone generated 881 million logo impressions last season, which is over 2.2 million in brand exposure value and ranks fifth in the league. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this is a small sponsorship. And regardless, even if it was a small sponsorship, it still matters. But we're talking about a lot of visibility here for PayPal to them for them wanting to separate from the Suns is is a pretty big statement. Well, let's be honest. PayPal, Footprint, and Verizon are the three big ones that that are tied directly to the Suns when you look at either on on the jerseys, on the arena, or on the practice facility. Mm-hmm. And those are three brands that are very front and center every time you see the Phoenix Suns. So mm-hmm. well, it'll be interesting to see if the other two speak out the way PayPal does. And that's the thing is this is kind of opening the floodgates again. We talked about this with Chris Paul and LeBron James, how them tweeting what they tweeted is just a start, but it could encourage other people to give their thoughts as well and to condemn this kind of behavior. This is a step further as far as a sponsorship, because like we've talked about, you have to hit the NBA where it hurts their money. PayPal is doing exactly that. And if more sponsors fall in line with that, then you can make a a very strong case that Robert Sarver being the owner of the Suns is hurting all of the minority owners from a financial standpoint. You could probably already make that case just with PayPal, but the more that sponsors tack on, the better it's going to be. Um, and we we have reached out. I've reached out to 21 different sponsors and partners of the Suns. We've only heard back from PayPal and from Kia, who released kind of an underwhelming statement yesterday, and this is what they had to say about it. Um that is the city of Phoenix one. <laughs> we'll get there we go. One. As an official partner of the NBA, Kia America supports the NBA and WNBA's position based on their investigation regarding the owner of the Phoenix Suns. We stand with the league, the players, the fans, and the need for respectful and inclusive workplaces and look forward to continuing our relationships with the entire NBA community. So Kia, the 2024 fence rider SUV, for those of you that like to put the chaps on and have absolutely no opinion on something. Thanks, Kia. Yeah, that was that was underwhelming. And to be to clarify, because I did get a couple of questions about this on Twitter because I tagged this or I had this in a thread underneath the PayPal one because that was the big news this morning. Uh, Kia had responded to me yesterday. I reached out to comment for them on Wednesday night. They got back to me yesterday. So they were kind of the first to give us a statement, but I made the decision to wait on sharing that until we had more info. When PayPal came out, I shared the Kia thing. So this was not kind of like a response from Kia in response to PayPal. Kia's actually had come first and I will be interested to see if they have more to say now that they've seen PayPal and maybe some of these other sponsors Oops, come out. What we really meant to say, maybe they'll have the same guy from the NBA oh, that no. did that for Adam Silver as well. It is interesting from Kia's perspective. Um, 
I, I was hopeful for something different, to be honest with you, because Kia is a league-wide partner, I believe, as well, yes. or at least with quite a few different mm-hmm. um, entities surrounding the NBA. Isn't Aren't they huge at All-Star? Yeah, they are. They have like a whole day dedicated to them, right? Mm-hmm. They got like all kinds of events named after them at All-Star Weekend. They're, they're an official NBA sponsor and sponsor of the Suns and multiple other teams. So mm-hmm. they're a pretty big partner. So we'll keep you posted if we hear back from any of the other 20 plus sponsors that Gerald heard or reached out to if we do hear from them. Um, Another thing that came out today, and this one was, I think this one is a really big one in my opinion. So NBA PA Executive Director Tamika Tremalio joined Malika Andrews on NBA Today and had some very powerful, powerful words to say. And joining us now, MBPA Executive Director Tamika Tremalio. Tamika, just thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I wanted to start here, if we could. You issued a statement saying that you, quote, strongly believe that Mr. Sarver should never hold a managerial position within our league again. So to be clear, are you calling for Robert Sarver to be banned for life from the NBA? Thank you very much. And again, thank you for having me. And absolutely, I we are absolutely calling for that. We do not want him to be in a position where he is managing or engaging with individuals who are engaging with our players or our players themselves. We are absolutely clear from the findings that are in that report that we do not want him to be in that position. So you're saying we, and you're the executive director of the MBPA. Are you speaking on behalf of players or what is the MBPA? role in advocating for more severe actions taken against Robert Sarver beyond the one-year suspension and fine? No, absolutely. So yes, as the executive director of the MBPA, I am speaking on behalf of our players. It is our players' desire that while we understand that there has been a thorough investigation and we're very pleased that the NBA was able to follow through on that because that's clearly something that we want to see happen, we also want to make it very clear that we do not want him back in a position where he will be impacting our players and those who serve our players on a daily basis. Very so, strong words from Tamika there. I mean, the players have just come out and use this. She represents all of them, and they, she made it very clear they do not want Robert Sarver involved in any forward-facing managerial position in the NBA, which all but says he needs to be out. Mm-hmm. This is you know? this is huge. And she went on to say in a story that Baxter Holmes and uh, Malika Andrews published, it is very clear that our players are incredibly upset about what has occurred. Their hearts go out to the families and all of the individuals who have actually had to endure this for such a long period of time. So, because there were some questions after that interview, is she really speaking for all the players right now? And the answer appears to be yes. So this is big. Which this comes down to now, the minority owners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they do they stand with a man that appears to be on an island right now? Mm-hmm. Or do they actually care about the players and the community <clears throat> That they represent. Mm-hmm. That's what this comes down to. Who, who's willing to stand up for that? Najafi already has. There's a, a a list of other minority owners that we saw support him after the report came out. It's now time for them to to pick a side and uh, and make it public. And it's also important to remember too that we got LeBron James, Chris Paul, and the initial um, NBPA tweet statements, if you will, all on the same day within kind of like a two to three hour window Mm -hmm. of each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the three of them at the very least were having conversations ahead of sharing their thoughts publicly. And I would assume um, I know they say not to assume, but because it is the NBPA and she represents players, I would assume that they've had larger conversations with bigger groups of players throughout this league to make sure that they are all in agreement here or majority agreement at the very least. Yeah, no no way that she comes out and makes these definitive statements on ESPN uh, front and center on NBA Today if they have not talked to majority mm-hmm. of the players that they represent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not go out there and speak on behalf of all of them without knowing that that's a unified front, which is powerful. We weren't we weren't sure that we'd get to that point, but that is that is a huge, huge deal. It is. Oh, so we have a question from Mark in the chat. They said, why are players hiding behind her? Why don't they come out and say something? Um, 
And then Steven followed up saying it sucks, but the reality is we need Suns players to say we will not play for a team which is owned by the disgraced. I think this is the the start, right? Mm-hmm. This this gives them the okay now to personally speak out because their players associations behind them, which means if they come out and speak out and there's any threat of any repercussion because of that, they know the the NBA PA is behind them mm-hmm. fully. So it would not surprise me now that we've gotten the statement uh, and the very clear statement from the NBA PA if we see additional Suns players come out and speak their mind uh, very clearly and very openly about it. Right. And, and it would be nice if we could get them, you know, tweeting out their thoughts or on Instagram or social media, what have you. But the fact of the matter is media day is less than two weeks away. They might be coordinating right now how they want to go about this. They might be having discussions internally about whether they want to take a coordinated stand, what they want to do as a team, how they want to address this at media day. I understand that we want reactions from them right now. Um, but I do think Chris Paul tweeting what he did, the executive director of the NBA PA coming out and saying what she said, I think all of this kind of sets them up for the opportunity to expand and to say how they really feel about this without being afraid of future punishment or what might happen if they do. What we really need, we need to hear James Jones, we need to hear mm-hmm. Monty Williams, the people that have basically directly reported to Robert Sarver. We need to to hear their stance. And is this a unified front? Are they in lockstep with players? I mean, that's we need that's the next thing here as well is what do they feel? Where do they stand? What are they willing to say? That We haven't heard anything on that front, which makes me wonder, like you're saying, will there be some kind of coordinated response from some players and uh, their general manager and head coach? Sly and Hamo both in the chat bring up good points as well. They say that's what unions are for. They represent the players. Mm-hmm. And then it's detrimental to their status to speak out. That's why the union is there. And also, I know we talked about this earlier this week, but you have to remember as well, a lot of these guys are young, like very young men, mm-hmm. and maybe feel, maybe don't feel empowered enough just yet, or maybe don't feel confident or comfortable enough just yet to put pen to paper or type something out in a tweet, however you want to describe that. Um, But this is an avenue where they can still have a voice. And behind the scenes, I'm sure conversations are being had player to player, player to executive and so on and so forth. Um, There's probably a little bit more involvement on the players from the players perspective behind the scenes than there is publicly, at least at this point, I would assume. Well, and quite frankly, if they all come out together in one voice, Mm -hmm. that's much more powerful than a handful of guys Mm -hmm. coming out at different times. If they all come out and say, this is our stance and we will only do X, Y and Z, that that's a lot more than mm-hmm. and I that takes some time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's what's going on behind closed doors. Also, you know, I was thinking about this last night. Um, because I, you know, it is it's hard to be patient when you want resolution to everything and and you just kind of want it all to be done and over with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, until we reach that point where there is a um legitimate resolution or at least one that we feel is is up to the standards of the crimes or whatever you want to say, the atrocities that were committed. Um, This coming out in segments like it has throughout this entire week, every day it's a new thing, keeps it fresh, keeps it uh, top of mind. And the talking points of the day for media, not just in our city and state, but across the NBA. And that's also a very powerful thing. Longevity can be on our side here as far as how often and how long this kind of plays out. Well, you know, it can also be detrimental, but it also could be on our side. People keep bringing up Larry Fitzgerald in the chat. Well, Larry is front and center on ESPN on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. right? How do they not ask him about that on Monday? How do they not bring that up? Simply because their network's the one that broke it. They've covered it heavily. And you've got a guy that sat there and supported Robert Sarver, a, a man who is financially invested in that. That seems like a question I'd be asking if I were part of that Monday Night Football group. Uh, You're talking about the upcoming? Yeah, the upco- yeah, yeah, because it hadn't happened right. as of last Monday. But the next time he's on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. it almost feels like they have to ask him about it. 
Yeah. I, I, I feel like be, they won't. They probably won't no. if he, like, they won't put him on the spot, but you're right. It will be a very big elephant in the room when he's on the camera. I, I think you're derelict of your responsibilities if you don't. If you're going to mm-hmm. spend a lot of your time programming around what's going on there, if your network's the one that that broke it, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like you need to That's true. bring that up or at least give him a platform somewhere else to express his thoughts on the situation. Otherwise, you look very hypocritical. Right. And it's it's a strange situation because there are a lot of people that were reaching out to comment from about this situation that were not directly tied to these things that are happening, but have to be held accountable. Okay, you have this information now. You know what was going on behind closed doors and something that you were affiliated with, something that you were partners with. What are you going to do from here? And I, I feel like Larry, especially, was his name signed yeah, on Yeah, that's what I'm was. saying. Like, beyond accountability, it's just if you were willing to, at the very least, put your name on a statement right. in the beginning of this, then you should also be, at the very least, willing to put your name on a statement now that we are towards the end of this. How mm-hmm. about certain executives that were willing to go on record in an article saying that this is categorically false? It's not the Robert Sarver I've known in the 15 years I've worked for him. I'm talking obviously mm-hmm. about the president of the, and CEO of the Suns, Jason Rowley, who was willing to say that. There needs to be accountability for standing up and, and being willing to say that when things are proven wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to be held accountable for that. Which is also why I think I really want to hear from Monty and James Jones, because I'm pretty sure, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but we heard from both of them in separate statements, right? When the initial report came out? James Jones's statement was basically, I think Monty had talked to us. I don't know if he made a specific statement. I can't remember. But James Jones had said in his statement, basically, that's not the Robert I know. Mm -hmm. And Monty Williams had said something to the effect of, like, we just kind of want to focus on basketball. We don't want to dismiss the horrible things that are in this report or in this ESPN article or the people that came forward, their claims. But until the investigation is done, we kind of are going to refrain from that kind of answer. Look, and there's a lot of uh, attention paid to the five uses of the N word. That seems to be the thing that has gotten the most attention. But I highly recommend you go read the full 43 pages of this report. It goes far beyond that. And the actions that are taken uh, against female employees, male employees that were highly inappropriate are the things that are just as disturbing Mm -hmm. as what's been uh, been front and center. Uh, You know, so that that as much as anything needs to be focused on in this as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I promised you yesterday that we would have a little bit of fun on the show, and I promise <laughs> yes, we're going to hold up to that. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot that happened. Yeah, yes. uh, we're getting there. But if you want to enjoy it a little bit more, maybe pop an OGs real quick. And by the end of the show, it'll be like there in you your go. system. It'll be good to go. <laughs> feeling good on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have OGs yet, you can get your hands on some in our Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. One lucky winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OGs, including their orange creamsicle tropical flavors. You're also going to get an OGs hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes for more details. You can also check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com, on Instagram at ogsbrands, and you can find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Um, also, I'm really excited because we've got like, what, the next three days we're going to find out if mine, Sean's, or Espo's pick of the week on DraftKings hits or not. None of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Actually, that's man. not possible because Sean and I had you got one of the There'd two of you right. win. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> one of the two well, of you. I wasn't here yesterday. I don't know. I deleted Sean it. said the the Bills plus 10. I said. No, minus, minus 10. 10. Or minus 10. Yeah. And I said, he's a Bills fan. I don't trust it. I'll take uh, I'll take the points. So, And then you know mine. Triple G over Canelo. Yeah, so right, we'll right. see on that That's one. Not but if you guys want to get in on the action right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you use the promo code PHNX. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. So bet on any NFL team to win, and if your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. It is that easy. Even if your team loses, you're still going to get your cash. I actually they, uh, I actually put 
$10 on six different teams that were the underdog uh, using that just in case, you know, they get up by 10 at any point uh, because it, it's a great way to, to win some money on that. Mm-hmm. So. Can I, uh, can I give one? Yeah, sure. That'll go actually ahead. hit. Um, <laughs> Devonte Adams mm-hmm. this weekend playing the Cardinals. First time his grandparents will ever see him play in an NFL game ever. And he, and that's happening in Las Vegas. His receiving our total is 91. He had 144 last week. Cardinal secondary sucks. Mm-hmm. That is a lucky charm. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Lucky I don't charm. think. I don't think you even needed to say his grandparents were going to be there. You just needed to say Cardinals cornerbacks, <laughs> Devonte <laughs> Adams. Bet it. That's all you need to do. Yeah, that's rough. One more time. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We're almost to the fun stuff, guys, I promise. But a few more things. Uh, Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego and members of the Phoenix City Council also released a statement. And in it, they said, quote, we have asked city staff to investigate any actions we as leaders um, or investigate some action. What? Gosh, I wrote this wrong. (laughs) Any action. It is any action. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, my bad. Let me try again. (laughs) We have asked city staff to investigate any actions we, as leaders of the city of Phoenix, can take in light of the details substantiated in the report. So this is an interesting one, and I know this one probably brought up way more feelings across this community than all of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Look, they are a financially invested in this. They, The city of Phoenix not only funded the original America West Arena, over the last three years, they've put $230 million into what now is Footprint Center to remodel it and make it a, a great NBA venue. So they have every right to investigate this. They're a partner of the Suns, and they need to understand, did this violate any terms of the lease? I mean, if there's – and I, I've asked for clarification if there's any morality clauses or, or team, uh, you know, civic responsibility clauses in there that could potentially violate the lease. Now, I don't think it'll get there because the the agreements with the sons and not directly Robert Sarver, but this is what oversight is meant for. When you invest that kind of money, you have every right to look into it and see if your your tenant and and a valuable member of of your city, the organization is if they're uh, if they're living up to the standards that need to be met. Right. I I don't have a ton of optimism with this type of thing, but I do think it's worth noting that the mayor, the city of Phoenix um, and multiple representatives that were listed on that press release are doing what they feel is their civic duty to Mm -hmm. pursue any avenue possible to look for a loophole, to look for a morality clause, to look for whatever is actionable that they can hold up in Sarver's face and be like, you got to go. So Again, this is helping opening the floodgates for other people to do the same, to hit the suns where it hurts with their money. And if enough people stand up and say, this is bullshit, we're not going to stand for this, that's a good thing long term. Well, hey, if you're a landlord and things are happening within the building or the Mm -hmm. home that you've leased to somebody, you should be looking into that because it's your building. This Mm -hmm. is the city of Phoenix building. They have every right to figure out what's going on. And, you know... I want to say this too. Sarver, the minority owners, they may have the piece of paper that says that they own the Phoenix Suns, but the Phoenix Suns belong to the city of Phoenix. They belong to the fans that have invested their money and time over five decades into this club. And fans have a voice in this. Fans have a right. And it's about how do you want to use said voice? And now more than ever, Fans have the ability to get their voice heard and heard in a big way. So don't underestimate what you, the fan, can do in this case as well. This team belongs to you also. Yeah, and I think Najafi even mentioned it in his open letter, right? Like this team and these teams across the league are are owned by the communities that they serve, the communities that support them. And when we talk about the city of Phoenix, we're literally talking about community members money Mm -hmm. helped fund renovations of that building like i get that there's no legal piece of paper that shows that we have part ownership here or anything but you have to remember without the fan base without the community backing you you, you're not going to have the type of success the type of environment 
that you always want and strive to have when you own any sort of a sport team? They represent every time they go out to a different city, Phoenix and the state of Arizona. They represent each and every one of us that's ever put on a sun shirt, has ever bought a piece of merchandise, who's ever walked in the door and cheered for them once. That they represent all of us. And if you're okay with the way that they've represented you primarily off the court uh, over uh, since 2004, that's on you. You're welcome to feel that way. But if you don't, voice your disdain, voice your opinion, make it very clear that you're not okay with this because you have a vested interest and you deserve to be heard. Hands down, that's the biggest thing here. The sponsors should hear you. The the mayor, the city council should hear you. The sons themselves should hear you. Ask for accountability across the board for the team that you love. Because at some point, we all have to say, will we continue to root for this organization? Will we be okay with this? Are we willing to say that this is who should represent us? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we won't go through every single one of these additional things that we um, got, but they are all on our Twitter pages. So if you guys haven't seen them yet, we heard from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We heard from Richard Jefferson. We heard from Jalen Rose, um, all sharing the same feelings that the rest of us are sharing. RJ mentioned that one of um, that Sarver needs to step down if he ever cared about the NBA. Jalen mentioned that he has called Sarver one of the worst owners in the league before. And that if we look in the rearview mirrors, this was something that I did find a little interesting. He said, you'll realize that some of the people who have spoken in the past about the Suns organization and Robert Sarver were in fact correct. And that's not to say that we didn't believe them or that whoever they were talking to didn't believe them, but it was never given the platform maybe that it probably needed at the time to bring attention and awareness to it and... In the in a perfect world, I don't know that I believe this, but in a perfect world, maybe had it been addressed earlier, things could have changed. But again, we also have in that report that he was told numerous times, like, this is not okay and still continue to do it. So yeah, yeah, I've, heard, not. I've heard people online say, oh, people only spoke up when this team was good. That's no. not the truth. Mm-hmm. The investigation started before we were good, y'all. Right. And, and, I hate to break it to you. We were terrible still. And people did speak out. They just didn't have a... Nobody an, was willing a, to listen. A, a, an advocate that yeah. would actually listen and run it to where it needed to be. So, And that's the really lame thing about, about situations like this is, is sometimes it's like if you don't have a huge name attached to the story, the story never actually gets told. Yeah. And the hard part, too, is that you know, depending on where you are location-wise, there's different rules, regulations, laws, and things that kind of limit your ability to do anything about these situations other than remove yourself from the situation, which is an unfair thing to have to do. Can I... uh, There's a a commenter in the chat, John James, that's saying, oh, the use of the N-word, who cares? Well, Obviously, there are people that care and it negatively impacts, but go read the damn report. We're talking about a man who was derogatory to women, who exposed himself to employees, to all these things, berated employees just as a power play. This goes far beyond just that. That in and of itself and those five uses of the N word were bad enough, but when you go beyond it, it becomes unforgivable and why people are asking for true action to to ensure that it doesn't happen again right mm-hmm. it, it goes far beyond that i there's nothing more to say about that let's move on uh yeah if if you if you don't get it you're choosing not to get it and nothing we say is going to change your mind and that's your prerogative but we don't feel the same way. So yeah. maybe something one day will help you change your mind. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to sit here and try and yeah. do it for you today. It's not it's our a lost job to, to help you learn. So. Um, real quick break. This is the first time that we have been in this studio, which mm-hmm. is super cute. I love it. Um, shout out to our friends over at More Furniture for hooking us up with the furniture in this studio as well. Yes. Beautiful pieces. If you guys are in... The market for some new furniture, maybe sprucing up your new home. Check out More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. That's M O R Furniture. 
Bookshop.com and get all the goodies that you need for whatever space you are decorating or redecorating. And shout out to my youth for providing us with the Neil Lomax <laughs> poster on the wall. If you want great deals like that, come to my garage sale in a few weeks. <laughs> We'll post that one in the show notes, the link in the show notes as well to Espo's garage sale. Yes, just what I want is <laughs> some of these people knowing exactly where I live. I think, I, think, I think it's more dangerous of you opening up your garage to, to random people. We could do it at a different location. Yeah, I'm scared for the people coming to Espo's garage. <laughs> Espo's like you should. I should be afraid of y'all, but really, y'all should be afraid of Espo. Let's you should the the bizarre sports memorabilia that this man owns. It's a very dangerous. Uh, thing. Also, this Sunday, the eighteenth at twelve thirty p.m., Cardinals watch party. It's going down at Four Peaks in Tempe. We're gonna have drink specials, Cardinals ticket giveaways. You can watch the game on a two hundred twenty inch screen. It's gonna be a great experience for everyone, and we want you guys to come hang out with us. And enjoy the fun as well. Check the link in the description of this show for all the details. As a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly. But again, as always, the entire family is welcome to come on down to the brewery in Tempe and have a good time. Eat some good food. And uh, hang out in some good vibes. Yeah, come on down. Share a plate of chicken tendies with with the mustache behind the Mac and let him help you live bet on Cardinals uh, Raiders. It is a it is a religious experience is what I'll say. Live betting with one Shane Diefenbach. It really is. <laughs> okay, the fun. I promised you. It's here. It's here. We're going to do a draft. We oversold this so much. But um, it's more fun than we've had in days. A couple things before we start this. First, oh. the link is in the chat for yes. the watch party. Definitely okay. go see that. Second of all, ASU drafted this exact thing that you guys are going to draft about two months ago. Did you? Yeah. I'm, the, I'm not saying this is bad that you're doing it. I'm saying. You're saying we're stealing your ideas. No, 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 no. no. Don't let us down. Okay. Oh. I think we had a very good list. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So what are you guys drafting? Fruit. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Fruit. <laughs> just what you guys were hoping for. Sorry if I yelled really loud when I just said fruit right now and it hurt your ears. Here you go. Here you go. We're drafting fruit. <laughs> much better. That is a much better sound effect Fantastic. for what we're drafting. Did we decide we're just going to go one, two, yeah, three? That's the, yeah, that's I'm going to we'll go, go first. The other way. Gerald's going to go second. Espo's going to go third. Yes. Yeah, and then we'll just... Okay, I'm going to start with mangoes. Mangoes right off the bat. Okay. L, L, L. A big, a, a mango <laughs> number a, one. Mangoes are itch. the most mid fruit of all time. Well, they're hit or, they're so hit or miss. <laughs> like you can have a great mango and a really terrible mango and they're I'm a pain offended. in the ass to, 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 to eat. Yeah. I mean, Neither they were, one of you know what you're talking about. They were no. relatively high on my big board. Mangoes I don't know about bomb. number one. Number one's little... Mangoes and X fruit are the exact yes. same thing, and X fruit went in our draft. Number can we one. can we Photoshop Anthony Bennett as a mango? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what just happened here. Um, no, an- <laughs> mangoes are healthy. Anthony Bennett was oh, not. Oh, that's so. oh. All right, he's out gonna, of control. With the number two pick, I'm going to take strawberries off the board. Okay. Oh, that's a mid. In my opinion, that is a mid. That is not a mid. It's a classic. Espo, do not let me down. Espo, if you take mine, I'm going to be so sad. Don't take it. Okay, do it. Grapes are the ultimate fruit. Grapes They're portable. They're portable. <laughs> they God. make the best juice. I'm done. Give I'm me done. a freaking grape I'm number one. Okay, this grape. Is terrible. Grape. Oh, grape is no. number one. Okay. Uh, now this is tough because my heart wants one, but my brain's saying you probably should go the other. Okay. Go but with sc- your heart, Espo. But usually, mm. like I do, screw my brain. Let's right. go with the heart. It's a blueberry. Wow. wow. Okay. Blueberry is an elite Blueberries choice. I will good. say grapes didn't even go on our draft. What? That's yeah. because you guys don't know fruit. Grapes right. put a, if you put them in the freezer, Shut frozen up. grapes are the grapes shit. go Dude, hard. Grape juice, like purple grape juice is top tier juices. Do you, would you, sure. would you oh, have man. drafted grapes in this draft? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I would have, Am I crazy? I would have yeah. drafted grapes. All right, but with my pick, I'm going to take pineapple off the board because okay. that needs to go. That's an elite fruit. A pineapple is okay. solid. I'm Very really good. glad that um, this one fell to me. I wouldn't pick it because I'm allergic to it. So oh, yeah, that's but you know it's good though. I do know it's good. Fresh pineapple, I'm allergic to. Canned, I'm not. Okay, oh. okay. Well, then you still know it's good. I, it, it's good. Jeez, 
I'm gonna take watermelon. Watermelon, is, watermelon is ultimate trash. You if are I want, trash. If I want sorry. water, I'm sorry. give me a damn glass, right? Yes. I don't need much. Yeah, I'm That's sorry. Seeds, it tastes like they crap. The texture is awful. No, yeah. watermelon it's is tell trash. Tell me you don't know how to pick a watermelon without with, telling me you don't know how to pick a watermelon. I'm with Espo on this one. Yeah. Watermelon is what? mid. It's water midland. Totally. The only way a watermelon's good is if you drill a hole in it and put a bottle of vodka in it. And even then, it sucks, but at least I'm getting drunk you, off of you, it. You put a bottle of vodka inside of it or you, you pour vodka in it? Uh, both. Both. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. I quite literally cannot believe the two of you. I mean, I like watermelon, but it like you can't say strawberries are mid and then come back with watermelon. Sure. Watermelon no. is the most refreshing, it is delightful. Not. Pineapple is. Gerald's Pineapple the type of person is. to take a tomato and a jalapeno in this draft. He would. He'd to be like, I'm gonna take an avocado because it's technically a fruit. Tomatoes and avocados are both on my big board. Don't give any spoilers away. Oh, <laughs> by the way, my my work is in the chat. Just two dismantling me. I don't need to cut the fruit. I can go somewhere that they cut it for me and I can enjoy it, right? Listen, <laughs> Lindsay, like, I'm telling you, he doesn't even know how to cut a fruit. Oh, <laughs> I am I am on an island with my watermelon take at home. My daughter and wife love it. Because you're wrong. There, it's trash. You watermelon is utter trash. You are wrong. Trash. All right, next Plus, one. Watermelon aguas is bomb. Like talk about refreshing. Mm. Watermelon margaritas. So good. Okay, go ahead, Gerald. Sorry for your pick that again. Oh, it's Don't mine ever again? Make that yeah, you oh, shoot. Again. I'm yeah. not prepared. I know. There's yeah, one, you weren't there's prepared one with on here that is either. just, what are we doing? How is this, how is this not going to, actually, there's a lot, but. There's a few. I'm going to go raspberry. Oh, my God. You guys are terrible. What am I forgetting, Shane? Seed Text than it fruit. to me. That wasn't even on my board, to Text be honest Text it to with me. You. What am I forgetting? I'm not helping you out. Oh, man. This is tough. You guys have left me with so many choices. To be fair, I only thought of my first two, and then I was just like, "I'm winging it." Um, <laughs> give me oranges. It's a classic I mean, for a reason. I mean, oranges aren't bad. Oranges are good. I think you could have gotten it later in the draft. Yeah, this honest. is where it should know. go in a normal draft, right in the middle what? of it. Oranges. This is where oranges should go, but there are so many things you guys left. You could definitely could have gotten. No, there that are later. lots. Of, I'm waiting for the fourth and fifth round to get my weird ones. You could have gotten the oranges. Look, before. you could have. Could I? Yeah. Look, mm. I love that Gerald has a big board here. Don't look at my he big board. Actual <laughs> big board. Don't I'm look thinking, at my big board. I'm thinking. I literally, I, I did not put, as you can tell with my picks, I did not put a big board together. And uh -huh. I have wasted so much mental energy on everything else this week. Uh -huh. It's difficult to just think of a list of fruits <laughs> right now. Okay. But Fair. I am going to go with a plum right now. Oh my God, Brother, you guys are giving me this. This is, this, is, this is probably the most embarrassing thing that has happened in this network. <laughs> <laughs> and then give me a peach. All right. Okay, that's I would have taken peach. Peach should have gone top three. No, that's peaches too high. Peaches are so much better than mangoes. Peach. Mangoes are oh, so hey, Mangoes are trash. Phone. They taste like sweat. Yes, All right. mangoes suck. Oh, again, man. tell me you don't know how to pick a mango no. without telling me you don't know how to pick a I've mango. I've never had a peach that was worse than a mango. A peach at its worst is better than a mango at its best. Prove me wrong. Okay, and wait. Plus, so what was plus with a mango? You could, you could, if you want something real sweet, you could have it. If you want something that you want to add a little bit of spice in there, some tahini, some lime, okay, you could do that. But you can't do yeah, that with a peach. Like, you're, you're putting makeup on a fucking pig. Exactly. Like, oh, if you had, if you did, if you had to dress up it's your number one pick to make it edible, it ain't a number oh, one pick. Fuck up a mango on the beaches of Cabo, <laughs> but I'm not gonna fuck up a mango sitting at home on a goddamn Tuesday. <laughs> I never thought I heard the phrase, I will fuck, fuck up, up a mango. On the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no words. I uh, hate all of you. I'm just saying. Wait, so what were your back-to-back -back picks? Plum and, and, plum peach. and peach. Plum and a peach. Man, <laughs> you guys are making me, like, leaving all the well, basic fruits for list. me. No, I'm you're going to take right them. Gerald literally every Give single me. draft says, you guys are leaving so much for me, and then gets 12% of the votes. <laughs> I know. No, I've won the majority of our polls. You go back and check the tape, sir. I feel like you and I, I are 1A. You're 1A, like it's 1980, and we're filming this on uh, Betamax or something. Uh, give me kiwi. I'm going to take kiwi Kiwi's off the board. Kiwi is good. I'll it's a good that. fruit. Oh, wait. It's Gerald. That's a good fourth round pick. Uh, Lindsay, what, what do you got? I just I found Draymond know. Green. Yeah, there's draft. value there. He has high bend. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of upside. I feel like maybe I should go with like yep. something obscure. Ish. You have two picks here, so. Oh, I have two. Yeah, yeah. you got two back-to-back -back no. picks. Dang. 
I'm gonna. This is so upsetting, guys. I'm gonna do a pomegranate. Oh my god. Oh man, that was even on my board. It's good. Too much work. But it's bomb. Oh, it takes like fucking too much effort. And when you said I should pick something weird, I thought like dragon fruit. I like pomegranate wasn't what I was thinking. Dragon fruit is cool looking, but the actual taste, I'm not a a fan of. I'm the same. Yeah. So this is where she picks it. Don't take honeydew. Because we just crapped on Me and Bojack Horseman will never forgive you if you take honeydew. Listen, I honeydew is definitely bottom tier fruit. Yeah. But I do think it gets way too much grief than it deserves. Like, it's not mm. that bad if you mm. get a good one. It's really not that bad if you get a good one. Um, a I'm going to do cherries. Cherries. Good hell, guys. <laughs> Shane's was so disappointed. Yes, yeah. that was her last Oh, pick. my God. No, no, no. We oh, got my two God. More picks. Yeah, we got two I more know. picks. All right. So some options. I'm going to give you some ideas. We Jack still have we still good. have apples. We still have cantaloupe. We still have bananas. We still You're have. You're going to put cantaloupe that on a top five? Cantaloupe is good if you get a good cantaloupe. I agree, but cantaloupe, I feel like, is one tier maybe above honeydew. No, no, cantaloupe is dragged down because it always thinks a fruit that you get at a buffet. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's why cantaloupe gets dragged down because it always thinks it has a plus one to bring honeydew. Fuck off, cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is American mango. All right, I don't need it. Okay. All right. Uh, Lychee is also really fucking good. I don't know if you ever. Oh my god, you pretentious little mother. What? I just got back from Hawaii. What do you expect? I thought it was lychee. Not. It's lychee. Thought it was lychee. Don't even know how to pronounce the fruit. I'm pretty sure it's lychee. Let's just say it doesn't matter. Make your pick. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> it go. Is good, I'll give you that. I'm gonna go with uh, apples. Why not? Cheryl. Can't go wrong with a classic. Boring. What kind of apple? I want. Yes, we're just, just putting apples, it. but I just need to know what kind of apple. Is there something specific? Which one's the it, red? Espo, the good to make red your last one. pick. Like the basic ass red one. <laughs> no, They're debating the, what kind of. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Britney Smith is the most elite. Give me that's the one. Give Great. me a nectar. What? Oh my god, bananas <laughs> didn't go in this draft. Are you kidding me? You guys are all gonna cramp up. <laughs> Peach and Extendable is live in ten minutes, by the way, guys. Oh man. Sundress Dunk says, only 80-year-old pick apples. They're good. They're also, good. like bananas, top five? Bananas are like smoothie you know fillers. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm not saying Nanners they're bad. are the most tasty <laughs> thing on the planet. I took Nanner number one in my yeah, life. That makes sense. Wait, did you the really? only reason you pick well, a three, banana as as a fruit oh, man. is because of the convenience to take it places. Because it's easy to eat on the road, but it's not like I go. Oh, I really I need you know something. You know what I'm really craving today? A banana. A banana. Nobody says that. It sounds like you guys have is, problems with. Cramps. It's good for your potassium. I will say that it's just a fantastic. Sometimes it's fruit. nice to just have a banana. I'm, I'm not. The... I don't hate bananas, but they are okay. not top let's, five. Let, let's, yes, they are. Let's, no. let's read our. Let's read our list out. Also, just real quick, shout out to Eli. <laughs> Eli is my my person. He mm. said my favorite fruit is carne asada French fries. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Okay, my list: mango, watermelon, raspberry, pomegranate, cherries. Then I have strawberries, pineapple, oranges, kiwi, apples. I couldn't tell you what my list is because I Grapes, can't read. Lindsay's blueberries, screen. plum, peach, and nectarine. Man, that sounds Dude. like something you'd feed an old person because they don't have teeth. Dude, <laughs> if, if I don't just win, just a man that just picked a banana. <laughs> if I don't win, I'm gonna be real disappointed. My, my, I'm gonna be disappointed. I have I, some I'm classics a, on. Mine. I'm a big berry guy, so my list was banana, blueberry, blackberry, um, raspberry, and limes. Oh, okay. Limes are an elite fruit as far as. But limes are the same thing. Like how you were trying to give me grief for putting lipstick, quote unquote, on my mango. Yeah. Lime doesn't really work. No, no. Lime, on its lime own. is the lipstick. Lime is the right. lipstick. Yeah. So then yeah. it's not elite nope. yeah, on its on. own. Hold on. Right. You picked it one. He picked it fifth. All right. So, so your yours was the number one overall pick in this draft. Mango. He went, I'll bomb. take. Lime is the last thing. I will say I think I think Lindsay wins this draft. But guys, Peach Next Center was live in ten minutes. Make sure to join us. I will be back then on camera. So see me there. <laughs> I think that's Shane trying to be like, can y'all wrap it up? Yeah, so I that think we we're have there. time to get in our chair. Yeah. Eli, Lindsay's list is fire. Espo sounds like a hot <laughs> right. I don't remember taking jello, but all right. <laughs> I'm glad you read that because I was going to, but I was like, eh, maybe I'll just let that one slide. <laughs> oh man.
Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of our podcast. We appreciate all of you. Oh no, what's, what's happening? happening now? Stall for like Um we are gonna post on Twitter these polls. Yes. Do we just, have to? Yes, yes we have to. You drafted to. it. <laughs> you yes, no, though, like this is our way of sneaking in a little bit of fun mm. into what is so crazy and chaotic on um, Twitter right now, but that we're not trying to take away from it. I did. Um, I did so much hard work this week that by the time we got to the fruit draft, I said, I don't have the time for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, try, and now stop, I'm going to learn. Stop trying to make excuse. excuses. Yeah. Stop trying to make I'm excuses get like already. 2%. For why you're going to get rid. What's happening? I present to you. Oh, yes. To be Anthony Bennett as a mango. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Lindsay's number one overall pick, everybody. Anthony a mango. mango. <laughs> And I'm going to be the Bill Simmons. Whoa! <laughs> Courtesy of David Rodish, our intern. Oh, man. Honestly, Gerald, if you win, I'm going to be so pissed. I have the most, like, like tropical selection Strawberries, pineapple, far. and kiwi, yes. Apples and oranges, great, but not top five. It's not top five, though. It's top 15. I don't even know if I would put them in. They would be at the bottom. Like, if you want, if you ask me to rank my top five. If I put only no, doing these in a list, oranges and apples would be probably the bottom two. Because we just plum like to argue about things. Oh! All right, I'm literally ending the stream. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we have to leave after that one for sure. Please. Quick reminder, uh, we want you guys to stay safe and healthy. And COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash findvaccine for a location near you. We hope you have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday, but we have a special surprise for you. We do have kind of a palate cleanser episode coming out tomorrow morning. It is an audio only episode. So wherever you listen to your whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, you can find it there. Until we see you next time, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. NBA, you have 360 days to do something about your issue with the disgraced future former owner of the Phoenix Suns. Ahoy, hoy. Pass the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the mob. Turn the beat on, I throw it down like DA on the lot. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles. If you squat, this thing.